What's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And it is Monday. It is the beginning of another week, and more importantly for me, it is the start of the back half of 2020. So I was thinking about this yesterday, and I was kind of making some of the agendas that I do at the beginning of the week to plan out what I'm going to do for the week, and. I've been trying to do it a little bit more for my own personal business because it really keeps me focused. Really, I notice I get a lot more done. It's such a pain just because I don't really want to sit down and plan everything out, but I just notice how much more I get done whenever I have everything written down and kind of assign a day for each task or a day for each few tasks to get things done. And so I was going through making that, and I write the week number at the beginning of each at the top of each agenda. I make them in OneNote. And at the top, I wrote week 27, and I realized that week 26 was last week, and that was the last week in the first half of the year. And then we flip over to the second half of the year because there's only 52 weeks in a year. And so for me, I was kind of thinking a little bit and realizing that I've had a lot of goals this year, and a lot of things have went a lot differently than I've planned, and I think that can be said for everybody. I mean, nobody planned on COVID coming around. Nobody planned on being out of work or having to watch their kids whenever they're stuck at home from school or any of these different things that have come about this year just because of um, just the state of the world and how, how the virus has impacted everything that we do. And so for me, I have had a lot of goals that I haven't accomplished and I've had some goals that it looks like I'm on track to actually hit this year, which is kind of crazy. I didn't really think that I was ever going to be able to do some of the things that I've been able to do through reselling. And so just reflecting on that, trying to readjust my numbers, I'm, I'm trying to adjust the amount of money that I'm trying to make this year, the amount that I'm trying to net off of my business and bump that up a little bit more so that that way I have a new number to kind of try and hit and just looking at some of the goals that I haven't hit and wondering why I haven't hit them or why I haven't even started them. And so things like starting an Amazon business. Well, I didn't start an Amazon business, one, because I still haven't really sourced for Amazon at all. I'm gated in pretty much everything because I don't really have that healthy of an Amazon account. I'm not a pro merchant on Amazon. I don't sell that much on Amazon. And trying to find books or items right now has been super difficult because a lot of stores, bookstores, Uh, book sales, libraries, and different stores like Ross Marshalls, like all these kind of things you can find either one-offs at or you can find a ton of books at that you can list on Amazon. They're all closed or they have been for the majority of the past few months. And so for me, it's kind of a combination of things. I, I still think that even if everything had been open, I would have had a harder time getting into Amazon. But even the fact that they weren't letting you send things in via FBA that were not considered essential. That's something that is also a huge deterrent. I mean, I couldn't even send anything in if I wanted to, but now you're looking at it going, well, do I want to scale a business out of Amazon knowing that they can at any moment shut down me and my business from sending in items to their store? Um, It's just, it's such a, it's crazy to me because you have so many people that lost so much money that were full Amazon sellers, but they couldn't send anything in. And then they they pivot to Merchant Fulfilled and all that. That's fine. But 
then people were getting hit with price gouging for, for random items. I mean, I was selling video game stuff and getting listings taken down from Amazon because of their fair pricing policy, which at that point, I mean, come on, how, how what kind of video games are, are considered price gouging? I mean, if there's a video game that's teaching you how to avoid the coronavirus, fine, okay, that, but regular video games, things like Super Smash Brothers and stuff, that kind of stuff does not need to be considered price gouging. It's not an essential. And so when that stuff's getting taken off of Amazon, now you, you're really getting limited and they're really kind of cracking down on the sellers, which is really the point of Amazon anyway. If you look at the terms of service that you sign up for whenever you are a reseller on their platform, they really don't like people that do one-offs. They want people that can get items from wholesalers and really get actual kind of more legitimate items than just going into a Walmart, buying up 10 of an item and throwing them in a box and sending them into Amazon. They're not upset with that unless they find out. And then at that point, they're kind of against you and they can remove your listing or suspend you and all this other stuff that is just really not ideal for the kind of business that I want to run, which would be more of a, more of a something stable. And so I didn't, I, I don't know. I mean, Amazon's great. There's a lot of people that do really well with it. And I think if you want to scale, Amazon's a great way to do that. I'm just, I'm a little timid to put all of my business into something that is very dependent on whether or not I screw up or a buyer wants to report me to get free shipping back on a return. I mean, seriously, somebody could report me and say that I sent them the wrong item or did something wrong. And there isn't too much I can do about that because Amazon's always going to side with the customer. That's just, that's how they operate because they're customer centric. And that is, that is one of the biggest ways that they've become as popular and, and the one, like the biggest company in the world is just by being very customer centric. And so just looking at all these different goals and stuff, um, it's, it's interesting to see why some things have played out, why I plan on hitting the numbers that I'm going to hit this year. Um, I set super high numbers and trying to hit 50k net something that i never thought i'd be able to do and i'm hovering right around hitting that this year which is crazy um now i'm trying to do even more than that it's just trying to figure out how to hit these how to hit higher numbers and what i can do to achieve better numbers so that eventually i'm making more and reselling than i'm even making at my day job which is which is something that i never even thought was possible and so it's just doing all these different things it's it's really putting the year in perspective for halfway through the year is something that really kind of struck me as as kind of interesting just to look at it and, and see what kind of what kind of things have played out halfway through the year and then looking ahead to the beginning or to the second half of the year what kind of things i'm trying to do what kind of goals i'm trying to hit what kind of numbers i want to hit um, all of these different ideas that i have that i'd like to try and put into action how i'm going to do that and how I'm going to do that successfully, or or if I don't do it successfully, how I can pivot away from that into something that is successful. And so that's just kind of what's been on my mind. But um, today was a super successful day for me. So today, if you didn't know, the Nike, I think I did a podcast last week, and it was Wednesday. And if you didn't catch any of my podcasts, I went away for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and came back over the weekend and I was visiting one of my family members who had recently graduated from uh, one of his like doctor programs. And so I was hanging out with him, I was at the beach, it was a really, really good time. Um, and I didn't really do any podcasts live. I recorded them all last Sunday and then just set them to come out each day for the remainder of the week. And so I talked about how the 
Air Jordan 1 tie-dyes were coming out, the Nike uh, LeBron 7 MVPs, and then the, what was the other pair that came out today? The Air Max, I think they were Air Max 97, no, not 97. They were either Air Max 90s or Air Max 1s. I can't remember, but they were the orange duck camo colorway. And so I think they were 90s. So these three shoes were supposed to come out last Friday, and they didn't. And I didn't know anything about it. I was off Twitter. I was kind of off the grid. And I was super, super in on Instagram. Like, I was very, very active on Instagram. But I wasn't active in, like, trying to find leads. And I wasn't active in paying attention to what was going on in the reselling world. Just trying to talk to different people and learn a little bit while I was on vacation. And so I went on to buy the sneakers. It was either Saturday or Friday. I think it was Friday. And none of them were coming out. I was kind of like freaked out. I was like, what the heck's going on? Did I miss the drop? And it wasn't even 10 o'clock yet. They're all slated to come out the 29th. And so that was today. And I realized that they bumped back the release of these sneakers for either the second or third time. And so looking at that, I was kind of like bummed out a little bit, but also happy because I couldn't really focus on everything going, going on. I mean, the Yeezy Quantum Barium colorway came out and those I did not even get a shot at like I was away I wasn't even able to pull them up on my phone and it was just it was a huge mess so I didn't get any of those and I'm kind of disappointed because uh, the the technique or the uh, program that I used to get them or to do at least get a pair of Yeezys apparently did really well last week so I was kind of bummed out I didn't get those um got a couple pair of dud shoes like I got the Jordan 11 low Concord bread colorways that came out those don't really look like anything. I was just kind of throwing some feelers out there. I had two pairs of the Nike Air Max. Uh, they were the, what were they? They were the self-lacing auto adapt Max shoes that were basically like an Air Max compare, uh, combined with the, uh, the auto lacing technology that Nike has come up with. So I got two pairs of those and those are just like not doing well at all. And those are all things that I kind of suspected. Nike has free returns, so it's fine. I just returned the shoes, but I wanted to give them a shot and see what happens. Now, when the shoes don't sell out, that's kind of a bummer because you realize that they're not going to resell very well because there wasn't that high of a demand. But I think the Concord breads did sell out, so we'll have to see. I'm going to list those, and I'm going to hopefully get those sold at least to make a little bit of a profit on them. Even if I don't profit, I'll just send them back to Nike. It's fine, but I'd like to make something on them and and get them in the hands of somebody that actually wants them. So that is just what I did last week. But this week, uh, all these shoes came out today. And I texted my sister and my girlfriend, and I said, hey, these are coming out. Would you mind trying to get me a pair? And they, all three of these shoes came out. They went for them. I went for them. And I ended up getting five pairs of shoes off of sneakers today, which was crazy. I'm not sure if they loaded up a ton of stock. I'm not sure what the reasoning behind it was, but I ended up getting two pairs of the duck camo the orange duck camo air maxes i got two pairs of the jordan one uh the women's tie-dye air jordan ones that came out and then i got a pair of the nike uh lebron 7 mvps that came out today and so getting all those i was kind of pumped about i mean it's always kind of a bit of a it kind of makes me pause a little bit when i almost throw out what 800 dollars on a, on shoes in a day but uh, to know that those are probably going to resell, I'll make a little bit of money on the... I've already sold the Air Maxes, so those are already gone. 
and the LeBrons, I think I'm going to get sold. If not, I'll send them back. But they were just, they were such a clean shoe. They, I really like them. I would keep them if they weren't 200 bucks. But they were just, they were one of the shoes that I kind of looked at and I was like, wow, those look really clean. I could easily see myself wearing those and being happy with them. The only thing is, I'm not sure how comfortable they are, but they look really, really nice. And so I imagine those will sell. And then the Jordan 1 tie-dyes, those are just, I may, I think I'm going to sell a pair and then hold a pair and see how that goes. Tie-dye is super in right now. I don't even know if you've been on Instagram or on TikTok, but there's just so much tie-dye, uh, how to tie-dye outfits, how to tie-dye uh, shoes, how to tie-dye all these different things uh, by doing the like hydro method where you're putting the spray paint on the top of a big thing of water and then dunking the item, or you're just doing the regular tie-dye where people are like spraying the colored like liquid or dye on the shirt and then wrinkling it up like sprinkling the and putting the dye on it and then letting it form like an actual tie-dye shirt so there's it's just very popular right now i've seen it all over instagram a lot of poshmark sellers are making their own stuff right now which is interesting because they're usually very in on what is they really have like an understanding of what is what's hot in the moment for fashion and so i do enjoy watching them and seeing what they're doing and that's why i interact with a lot of poshmark sellers on instagram to be honest i, I can get a good feel of what's going on in fashion and and see kind of what items to look out for so when nike drops a tie-dye air jordan one i know that that shoe is going to be super hot and it is super hot it's going for about 300 bucks right now and the retail is 170 so that's an easy 110 100 day like depending on how much you sell them for and how much shipping is but that's just such an easy profit right there for very very minimal work i'm talking entering a a nike sneakers release to buy the shoes and hoping you get picked and that takes me what maybe maybe 30 seconds maybe a minute and then making a listing maybe takes me five ten minutes depending on how much time i want to put into the listing and how much research i want to do to make sure i get the most profit out of the sale it's just it's you cannot beat the returns for the amount of time you're putting in and so that's why i would encourage you that's why i did encourage you last week to go for sneakers and to get on the sneakers app and go for some of these shoes there's just there's a lot of profit to be had today and i'm hoping to net somewhere around 250 to 300 dollars depending on 300 to 350 actually depending on if i can get those lebron sold and how much the tie-dyes end up selling for and depending on whether or not i sell both pairs of tie-dyes there's a lot of factors that are going to play into it but i'm looking to make 300 plus today just on shoes that took me maybe five minutes to enter for and will maybe take me five minutes for each listing so it's really 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 good money for the amount of time that i put in and i cannot stress that enough to kind of get going for shoes and hopefully teach yourself a little bit about them because it's just it's such easy money and if you can kind of educate yourself on what does well which there's plenty of sites and just marketplaces to look at that i mean StockX is perfect you can go through and look at shoes look at release dates look at how much it retailed for look at what this price has done per size look at what the price has done overall uh over the amount of time the shoe has been on the market it's it's a really great app for trying to figure out what shoes are selling for and how much you can make and whether or not you should hold or sell a shoe it's it's a great great marketplace i really really can't stress that enough so for me, it's something that I would really encourage you to get after and, and learn because, like I said, you just cannot be $300 for maybe 30 minutes of work. It's just, it's it's way, way too simple not to get involved with. So that being said, um, things I'm looking forward to this week, 
this is kind of a week for me to really start to get organized with my business. And I've talked about that before, but I'm actually very serious about it. I don't think I'm going to be sourcing at all this week. I'm going to be focused on a lot of business development stuff and organization. My garage is an absolute pathetic mess right now. So I'm trying to get that cleaned up. I have to get so many items listed because I was just going through and looking at all the items I have in my garage and realizing that hey, I bought these books last year at a, an estate sale and I haven't listed 20 of them because they were not on Amazon and I figured I'd get to them later. And I sourced all this vintage stereo equipment two weeks ago at a garage sale and it's not even, I don't even have any pictures of it or cleaned up or anything. And there's bags of clothing that I haven't even listed or cleaned up or anything and I haven't listed them on Poshmark or eBay or Mercari or anywhere. And I don't even have pictures of them. So it's just... Getting through, working my way through all those, there's gonna be a lot of work involved, but, and a lot of it's not super fun stuff. It's taking pictures of this, taking pictures of that, listing this, listing that. It's just, it's not super entertaining, but it is very valuable and it'll help me get some stuff out of my house and, and get some things moving. Now, what I saw today, um, what I saw today was that I was able to get some items sold on eBay, and I'll touch on this tomorrow, I think. Uh, just kind of, touching on what it looked like coming back from vacation and, and what it looked like for my store and kind of how I handled that. But I did make some sales today and I really didn't have any problems getting back into the groove with eBay or getting it to come back and, and make some sales for me. So I was happy about that. I was happy that my store wasn't kind of put on some weird, uh, some weird list by the algorithm where it will no longer be featured or anything like that because I had to adjust the handling time of my items. Um, it's just something that I, I wanted to kind of test out and it seems like way that I did it worked out pretty well so that I wasn't having a lot of problems. So I'm going to touch on that tomorrow. I think I will get with you uh, tomorrow and hopefully we can talk a little bit about what my views on vacation mode versus handling time is and what my actual experience was changing the handling time and kind of how that went. So I'll let you guys go, but that's just kind of a recap of what happened this weekend and what happened today. And hopefully you can take some of that sneaker knowledge, uh, take some of the stuff that I talked about and use it to make yourself a little bit of money. So that being said, I'll let you guys get back to your day. I will get with you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.